Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo in studio with producer Chad Ellis. Bo Matthews is live from his compound somewhere <laughs> in southern Missouri, fortified behind six inches of steel and concrete. Underground, baby. That's the way to go. <laughs> How are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you doing? I can't complain. Uh, Bo is practicing proper social distancing as we go through this coronavirus madness. So uh, he is live from his basement this week, and we've got a great show for you. In just a couple minutes, we'll bring in Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory, who starts every show with us. We're also going to talk to Jesse from Razorback Armory today and Mike Marfell, the professional fisherman who... Is not being slowed up. The the bass, I guess, are unaffected by the coronavirus, and he is in a tournament at the Lake of the Ozarks this weekend. So we will get a live check in from the water from uh, Mike Marfell in just a little bit. So that's going to be fun. That is, that is. Uh, yeah, uh, how are you feeling? First of all, both you guys. I feel healthy. I have no uh, no issues right now. How about you? You you were the one that was sick before all this started forever. Um, have you bounced uh, back? You know, I, I I still go back and forth. I've been taking Benadryl uh, to just uh, clear my sinuses. I think it's a sinus infection. I mean, no other, no fever, no any, no other symptoms like what everybody's reading about. So it's just my normal spring thing. I think. I hope. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jim? Yeah. I've been feeling well. Um, I I know I was sick earlier. Uh, you and, and Bo was, were sick at about the same time. Yeah, and it was just like came and went. Uh, I was kind of glad when it went, <laughs> and yeah. glad it didn't come back. <laughs> right. Well, everything was extended this week, at least from the federal level. The president suggested that we continue all the social distancing guidelines that have been in place throughout the country for the month of April. And that has had a major effect on the firearm industry. And that's what I want to talk to our friend Aaron Tarlow about right now. We're going to bring Aaron in the conversation, owner of Southern Armory. Aaron, great to talk with you. How's it going? You too. How are you? I am well. So every week we talk to you and it's a crazy situation. It has things slowed down or when the president decided to extend this coronavirus situation another month, did that show another spike in sales of firearms and ammunition? So uh, we are rolling over inventory um, like you wouldn't believe. Mm. Uh, I was I just just baffled is what it is uh we're i went to the wholesaler uh, we have wholesalers a few of them within driving distance so 
I just like going over and meeting and greeting and being social like I normally am. And uh, so I went over on a Friday with uh, Piper and saw everybody at the wholesaler, picked up um, probably six to 10 cases of ammunition, 25 guns plus accessories. And by the time I uh, got back to the shop around 1230, uh, we closed at six as we were getting ready to uh, leave about 615, 630, because we were just busy, busy, busy. Uh, this little old lady pulls up and she goes, you got any guns left, sweetie? And I go, oh. got one left, dear. And she goes, I'll be in in a minute. I'm going to take it. And so literally we sold out every gun on that order by the time we closed. And she, uh, for the curious minds, bought a uh, five-inch 1911 and 45 ACP. And uh, she goes, I really like the weight. I'm, I can't wait to shoot it. So I was just, you know, it, it was funny. Um, yeah. She was super excited. And then uh, all the ammo, uh, we had about a case left uh, when, when it was all said and done. Um, you know, and I about uh, a few boxes of 45 and no 40, no 9, and a little bit of 380, some 10 mil. Uh, it was just absolutely baffling. Watched 18,000 rounds of 556, um, 62 grain disappear in the course of about two days. Uh, got more in and watched uh, probably eight to 10,000 rounds of that disappear uh, easily. That doesn't even include 223 or 762 by 39. So everybody's definitely uh, looking for ammo, looking for magazines, and uh, lots of people that seem to be kind of new to the firearms. Uh, world, or if not new, maybe never looked at it as a defensive weapon, um, are are coming in and, and shopping. You know, I got a question for you, Aaron. When you go to the uh, your your wholesalers, are are they only selling you know certain most common guns, or are you buying up the like extreme stuff as well? And do they have any limits on how much they're selling to Ooh, retailers? Good question. Yeah, good question. Uh, Hit me with that again. So they, they the wholesalers will, uh, every wholesaler sells, you know, Glock and Springfield, uh, Smith & Wesson. And then uh, when you get into the more uh, niche guns, unique guns, like your your Barrett's, um, and then there's, you know, like Chris Vector and, and things like that, not every wholesaler is going to carry those. Uh, same thing with ammunition. Uh, some uh, wholesalers carry, you know, Winchester, um, or Underwood ammo. Underwood's going to be more of a niche ammo. Um, so they're going to carry those, but pretty much everybody's going to carry your your big mainstream uh, names, your Remingtons, your Winchesters, uh, your Wolf, your Lake City, your Federal. At least for a little while, right? Uh, yeah, according to the FBI uh, background check data, they say more than 2.5 million guns were sold in March alone. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, that's that doesn't surprise me. We actually crashed the system uh, several several times over, and uh, so we were having to do it the old school way when we first opened, where you would call, and uh, they were like, "Your call will be answered in 15 minutes." And about an hour and 10 minutes later, uh, they finally got on the phone, and Jessica had uh, 20 or 25 background checks at that point uh, in her hands that needed to be run. So she's he's in back, and and the guys and I are up front. Um, you know, selling ammo, selling guns, trying to keep things kind of organized because it was a, just a mad rush. 
Yeah. I got a question. Is the, on the other end the uh, background checks? Are are those actual humans doing it, or is it just an automated system that that a computer goes through, make sure which boxes are checked, or or is it actual people do, uh, you know doing that? So it, it's a combination. They have automated it. Um, so let's say you know, Bo, you come in and you don't have anything on your record, right? You're just clean, spickety span. As and, far as you know, yeah. And you know anything, yeah, criminal wise that would that would disqualify you, uh, your, your background check should come back anywhere from two to five minutes. Gotcha. Um, if you get uh, like a flag, a physical person will review that. And that could happen, uh, you know, immediately, or it could happen three day, within three days. So uh, it, it's both. So it, the automated system is nice uh, because – uh, when you even when you call uh, the FBI to run these background checks, that's a physical person inputting that information into the computer. Instead of calling them now, we're just physically putting it in, and it's saying yay or nay, and uh, or further review. So you know it'll pop up green, it'll pop up red. Uh, so green is yes, red is no, and then a yellow is a further review, meaning uh, there's something there that needs to be reviewed by an actual physical human being to determine whether or not that person can purchase a firearm. And that could be, you know, uh, it, it could be a number of things, um, but they're going to look and determine whether or not they can resolve it right then and there. Aaron, back to the wholesalers for a second. Are, do they put a limit on you as a retailer on how many boxes of ammunition you can buy or firearms you can buy, or is it just as many as you can get, you can get? And then what do you do in, in the store there at Southern Armory? Do you put a limit on uh, the number of boxes of ammo a customer can buy? So uh, that's kind of a mixed question. Mm-hmm. These wholesalers kind of do uh, whatever they want. Um, so some of them are saying, hey, yeah, we've got a, a one-case limit, a two-case limit. Uh, there's no limit. Take as much as you want because we have plenty. Um, and then when we get into the store, you know, we're limiting everybody to two boxes per type, right? So if we have, you know, three different types of 380 back there, well, then you can buy six boxes of ammunition. Um, we are at some point going to say, hey, we need to make sure we save, you know, hey, we've got four guns on the wall that take this type of ammunition. Let's pull off four boxes. So at least when somebody buys a gun, they've got some, they've got some ammunition to go with it. Uh, every retailer is going to be a little bit different. Um, when it comes to the firearms, some of the uh, manufacturers are limiting you to one or two. Um, some are saying, hey, we've got 100 of them. Take as many as you want. So it's just kind of a case-by-case basis at the discretion of uh, management, of the wholesalers. And then when you're going to your stores around town, same thing with them. You know, they're, if they know that they have 10,000 rounds, you know, well, we're not going to limit stuff. You know, now if somebody comes in and wants to buy all 10,000 rounds, that's a little suspicious. Um, and I think from a from a standpoint of a retailer, I think you're going to go off and, you know, sell that for 2 or $3, uh, you know, a round when you're buying it for, let's say, 50 cents a round. Yeah. So we try to keep that, the hoarding down, uh, so to speak, as much as we can. Um, back when we had the, the big rush and 22 was hard to get, uh, I got a uh, about a half a pallet of uh, 22 long rifle, and we were selling it for I think $35 uh, for a for a, a case. You know, it was one of these big boxes with 
500 rounds or something in it. And uh, people were just, how much can I buy? How much can I buy? And it was like two, two case, you know, we give you two boxes. That's what we'll give you. And uh, that's a thousand rounds of, of 22 long rifle. And we had people that were like, well, I want to buy a whole, uh, a whole case, which is 10, 500 round boxes. And it's like, no, because, you know, the suspicion was is you're going to go off and sell it. At the time, you know, other dealers were selling that same box for $60, $70. So, um, you know, when you want to buy that much, the, the little flag goes up and says, you know, yeah. the, people who, the people who want to get it um, are going to come to you and say, I'll take a box. Because it's 500 rounds, it's going to last a while. That is Aaron Tarlow, and Southern Armory is open for business. So if you need to get your uh, get a firearm or if you need to get ammunition, go out there to Southern Armory and check them out. Aaron, uh, all the details on how people can find you. Yeah, so uh, modified hours. We're opening at noon, closing at 6. We're closed on Sundays and Mondays now. You can find us on Southern Armory uh, on Facebook. That's going to be the best way. We're going to show you when we get inventory in, what we have. We just bought recently an estate with a bunch of suppressors uh, and rifles and handguns. Uh, so if you're looking to get uh, a used suppressor at, a, at, a, at a, a good price, you know, less than a new one, obviously, uh, this would be a really good time to, to jump on that. And then um, SouthernArmory.com. SouthernArmory.com. That's SouthernArmory.com. <laughs> he was ready. And then, Go ahead. And then, of course, uh, we're located one mile east of 270 and 44 at 9901 Watson Road in beautiful Crestwood, Missouri. Yes, very good. Aaron Tarlow from Southern Armory. Thank you for your time, sir, and we will talk to you next week. Definitely looking forward to it. Yes, Bye. absolutely. All right, we have to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk to Jesse from Razorback Armory, see how things are going out there, and then we're going to talk to Mike Marfell, the professional fisherman who is on the water. As I mentioned, the bass tournaments uh, apparently not getting canceled or postponed. And so we will check in with Mike Marfell in the great outdoors a little bit later on. Don't go anywhere. We've got a great Second Amendment radio and the great outdoors. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo in studio with producer Chad. Bo Matthews is in the Matthews compound in southern Missouri practicing proper social distancing. Uh, everything still okay over there, Bo? I just landed on my helo pad. I'm ready to roll with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. And Laugh all you want, buddy. <laughs> want to remind folks that we put out two podcasts of this show every week. We put out the podcast of the actual show, and we release that before the show airs, which is something that I don't know that anybody else has ever done. But we put the show podcast out on Fridays, which gives you a chance to take the show with you if you are out and about enjoying the great outdoors through your weekend and you don't have time to listen to us on 97.1 or on KMOX. You can just download the podcast and have us with us with you anytime you want. 
And then on Mondays, we post our podcast exclusive, some content that you can only get on the podcast. Now, there's many places that you can get our podcast, but I think that the best place to get it is the Radio.com app. Radio.com app is fantastic. It's basically one-stop shopping for the entire radio station. You get the app. You can download the state. You can download the app for free. Then you favorite the radio station. Then you can stream the station 24-7. You can rewind live radio with the Radio Rewind feature, and you can download the podcast of this and every other show on the station. So make sure you're checking that out on the radio.com app. And as I mentioned this week in the podcast exclusive, we are going to be talking to our buddy Mike Marfell, the professional fisherman who is in a bass tournament as we speak. So he's going to be joining us in the next segment, and then he's going to stick around and do that podcast exclusive with us. So going to be some really great fishing talk with uh, Mike, who is on the water in a tournament right now. So that is going to be a lot of fun. Make sure you're sticking around for that in the next segment, and make sure you're downloading both podcasts every week. And right now, as we mentioned, our friend Jesse from Razorback Armory, Jess, Jesse Rolses. Jesse, I never know if I'm pronouncing your last name right. Rolses, is that how? Is that am I right? Yes, Rolses. There you go. Very good. So uh, we were just talking to Aaron at uh, Southern Armory. Are you guys experiencing the same thing there at Razorback? Uh, is it still uh, extremely busy, or have things started to settle down yet? Uh, it's still busy. I mean, obviously busier than normal traffic. Um, we are seeing it somewhat. It's not the crazy panic where we had the lines out the door and everything, you know, as of like two weeks ago. But uh it's it's getting more to a steady flow, but definitely more business than what we would have at this time if nothing else was going on. And for social distancing, uh, you're actually abiding by that with a pretty cool plan. You allow, uh, is it two customers in the store uh, at a time? So we're doing three. Uh, three customers oh, okay. in uh, at, any, at any given time. So basically, too, that also helps us with, uh, so there's three of us in the shop, myself, Kenny, and Brad. So everyone has kind of, you're always one-on-one, so we'll get you taken care of and then, you know, get you what you need and then get you back out, um, you know, cleaning, sanit- I've, I've, I've touched more disinfectant and hand sanitizer in, in three weeks than I had oh, in 30 years. Tell me about it. <laughs> you know, we're, but, uh, yeah, so we're, you know, we're constantly cleaning and disinfecting and that. Um, we also have an hours by appointment. I have some customers who uh surviving cancer patients and things, Um we actually bring them in first in the morning by appointment, so they're the only ones there. Uh, get them taken care of, and then get them back out, so they're the only ones in the building, so wow, they don't have to worry man. about uh, any cross contamination, anything like that. But yeah, it's it's just a whole new uh, it's a whole new situation that we're adapting to and trying to do business under. Is it still ammo? That's the big hot item. Is it, it, ammo seems to be the toilet paper of the gun industry right now? Is <laughs> is that still what you're experiencing? Yes, ammo is definitely the toilet paper of the gun industry. Um, so we're that's our that's our lead call or or walk in customer. Um, but it's firearms. I have sold more firearms to first time gun owners than ever in my whole gun selling career. Um, and we're taking as much time as we can to really inform them about what gun ownership is, you know, and, and bringing them into the culture and not just here's a gun, here's some ammo, you know, good luck. It's really, you know, this is a very important decision you're making. You know, you need to get some training. You need to have safety, you know, and, and really, really walking them through the process to the point where it's almost 
overly doing it, you know, but we want to, we, they come in, they're scared. They don't even want to hold the gun, you know, and we're, we're trying to, to get them, get them, you know, past that, but get them to know that, you know, this is something that they're doing. It's a choice that they're making to, to be able to defend themselves, you know, use their second amendment, right. But also they're, they're, they're buying responsibility. You know, they, they, they have a responsibility as a gun owner, um, to, you know, to secure it and learn how to use it and use it appropriately if necessary. And Jesse, here's a problem though. Uh, some of the gun ranges that are around here, um, are closed. And so, my recommendation to a couple of people that reached out to me said, where can I even try out my new gun? Uh, I said, you know, try and reach out to somebody that lives rurally and uh, maybe they've got a piece of property that you can go out and, you know, uh, shoot some targets or cans or something. But uh, are all gun ranges shut down as far as you know, or if, what, do, what do you know about that? So I know there are some of them that did close. Uh, there are some that are still open. They're uh, obviously kind of practicing the same stuff we are. They are limiting um I, I believe they're limiting how many people are on the range at a time you know you may have a stall in between you that's unused um i'm pretty sure ultimate defense is still open and running in st charles the last time i checked the guys at the range out in Baldwin were still open um i know that they've stopped like classes and stuff you know like some different things and uh and even one-on-one training, uh, they've stopped a lot of that. But I believe you can still go in and, and practice and shoot. Jesse, besides firearms, are there other defense items that people are buying, like pepper spray, tasers? Is there been a run on that as well, or, or is the focus on, on guns? Uh, we, we have been selling that. The focus has been mainly on firearms. Um, kind of early on, um, it's you know, obviously this has been blowing up for close to a month now. Early on, I think if you did a Google search on what do I need to buy for the end of the world or pandemic, <laughs> and it was a Glock 19 and a pump shotgun because we sold, they would they would walk in and say, do you have a Glock and a pump shotgun? And I was like, yeah, which one do you want? <laughs> there's, there's more I don't know, Google says things. I need so, them both. So <laughs> that's, what, that's what Google told me, so I got to go get them. And and then you know then we we kind of saw that that trending so we were really saying hey you know yes th- those are those are great guns you know it, it's a, that's definitely good for home defense it's definitely good for personal defense um, and then you know started having those conversations with them to to make sure that they were comfortable with that and that was something they would use and and yes yeah, some people were buying uh, some people did buy mace pepper spray um, tasers so much um, not not a lot. Um, but you know, and they were, and they all, and everybody wanted, you know, is it still, is it hollow point bullets? Can I get hollow points? Yes, you can have hollow point bullets. You know, this is for ball ammo for shooting paper or whatever, you know, targets and that's inexpensive. Learn how to shoot your gun. And if you, if, if you do need to use your weapon uh, to defend yourself, you want a bullet or a projectile, that's going to come out and do as much damage and do as much stopping power as possible. And, uh, and, and, you know, give them, Give them that relationship to, you know, wh- how how different things work with the gun and, and, and different ammunition and try to try to bring them up to speed and get them into the gun culture. And uh, but not in a way that, you know, that they feel that they're, you know, it, that they're learning at a pace that, that they can absorb it, but not making them feel bad that they didn't know it in the first place. Mm-hmm. But, Jesse, I hope you'll agree that, you know, anybody that's a first-time gun owner, hear me clearly. You need to shoot and do target practicing with that gun because there's been people, even my myself included, years ago, somebody handed me a 12-gauge shotgun for the first time. It scared the crap out of me. So you need to know what to expect uh, if it's ever needed in, in an emergency, correct? 
Absolutely. And we've we've had people that come in and say, so if I just if I just buy this and I take it home and I put it in a drawer and when all mm. this is over, I can just bring it back. Right. And I'm like, no, that's that's not how this works. And that's not how you want to do that. <laughs> you just made and you just made my, Chad laugh out loud that people were asking that question. He was. <laughs> here's the best part. It wasn't one person. That was multiple people. Oh, my goodness. Can I put this in the closet? Can I put it in a drawer? Um, and our, our situation to that is, too, is you don't want it to be as big as a, a surprise to you as it is to an intruder when that gun goes off. Yeah. You know, you, you want to know everything about that gun, how it's going to operate. And, and that goes back to the, the responsibility of being a gun owner and that, that initial conversation. And I feel that, that most people we've talked to really get it. I'm, I'm sure, honestly, that some, some of the guns we sold probably those people went home and, and, and put it away and, and pray they never look at it. Yeah. Um, and that's unfortunate because they really should go and shoot it because the neat thing is as I've actually – we've sold some guns, and people have come back and bought some more ammo because they were like, man, this was fun. I went to the range to test it out, and he goes, man, I can't believe I've never shot a gun before. This was a lot of fun. You know, it was it was exciting to them, and that's, that's really – I mean, this whole situation that's going on is horrible. We need to get past it. You know, we need to keep our social distancing. We need to get all that done so we can go back to the fun stuff. And yeah. at least this is now somebody who's in the gun culture who will take that gun out and go to a gun range and shoot it for enjoyable purposes, not just, you know, put it in a drawer and pray it doesn't need to use it. Talking uh, to our yeah. friend Jesse from Razorback Armory, kind of on that uh, same line, Jesse, are the majority of the customers coming in right now existing gun owners that are just stocking up or is this are you seeing the majority of the customers being first time gun owners oh i'm i'm 75% at least new wow, um, wow. new gun owners or or what's kind of neat too is gun owners who maybe have some hunting gear you know a rifle or a shotgun but they've never really been into defensive pistol or carry pistol and it's never really been on their radar. They weren't thinking about, you know, getting their concealed carry or carrying a weapon. And they're coming in and not being as versed in those things. Um, you know, we're trying to trying to bring them up to speed on that. But it's it's really uh, much more new gun owners now. My existing clientele, they they're coming in, you know, not not as panicked or as is, you know, they're they're used to gun shops. They're used to the gun culture. So when they come in, you know, we're kind of having a fun conversation and they're picking up some more ammo, you know, they're, they're stocking up and we've, we've limited ammo purchases so that we can supply as many customers as we can. I won't let you buy all the nine millimeter in the shop or anything like that. Um, and, you know, really to try to stem some of that craziness of just, you know, just sheer panic and buy it all. Well, Jesse, we appreciate your time, man. Uh, a whole bunch uh, for being here. Uh, and on the show, uh, you want to detail out your hours, or, and of course, we're you're down to three customers uh, in the store at a time because it's not a real big store. But the specialty work you guys do is phenomenal. Uh, you want to just describe your hours that people can expect, um, and and uh, and your phone number. Uh, of course, RazorbackArmory.com is the website. You can get the number there. But uh, talk talk to me about your limited hours. So right now, um, we're still trying to operate, in which we are, um, standard hours. So it's Tuesday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday is 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, that way you can just go right into the show and start listening to it on Saturday. Um, and then <laughs> oh, yeah. basically and, and basically we're three in, three out um, as, far as, as far as people in the shop. 
and everybody's been adhering to that really well. You know, if, if they look inside, they see there's three people, they just kind of hang outside. And, and if it's going to be a minute, we'll kind of talk to them and say, hey, if you want to wait in your car or something, we'll come get you. Um, but uh, easiest way to get a hold of us, uh, like you guys said, RazorbackArmory.com, phone number 314-394-1730. Um, social media, Razorback Armory, we're, we're constantly answering uh, questions for people. Um, and I, if you do have a need or you have a compromised immune system uh, and you would like an, uh, an appointment to come in and pick up a transfer or pick something up, absolutely call and talk to me, and I will schedule you a time that will we'll get you taken care of. Jesse, how long have you been doing this? Uh, so gun industry, uh, 15 years full-time for the last 13, now I think it is. Have you ever seen um, anything that comes close to yeah. this, or is this just a once-in-a-lifetime unique situation? So with with all of the craziness that's happened before, so being a St. Louis and, you know, uh, when the Mike Brown case hit, people kind of, you know, there was a little bit of a run on gun stores then because no one knew it was going to happen. Uh, leading up to different presidential elections, there was tons of run on guns and ammo. Mm-hmm. This has blown that out of the water um, because of the new the new people who, I mean, some of these people, I swear, are probably anti-gun, but now they're so happy that you can walk into a gun shop, fill out a form, get a government background check, and purchase a firearm and leave with it that day. Um, you know, the, the, our gun laws are really friendly to gun owners. Yeah. Um, and but the the amount of new customers, the amount of people that um, are really, you know, taking taking a hard look at, you know, what do I have to defend my home, my family, and and making that decision, you know, which is a good decision to go and 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 get, you know, go get a firearm, get training, get that safety aspect done. Um, no, I've never seen it before in my life. Unbelievable. Jesse from Razorback Armory. Make sure you check him out at RazorbackArmory.com. Jesse, thanks for your time today, and thanks for everything you do for the show. Hey, no problem, guys. Be safe. I appreciate yeah, it. You too. We'll talk yep, to you real you too, soon. Man. All right, we're going to take another break, and when we get back, we are going to go out onto the water. Our buddy Mike Marfell, the professional fisherman, is in a bass tournament as we speak, and we're going to check in with him live from the boat and see how things are going. Uh, Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here in studio with producer Chad Ellis. Bo Matthews is practicing proper social distancing and is live from the Matthews compound in southern Missouri. And uh, in just a moment here, we are going to check in with Mike Marfell, who is at the Lake of the Ozarks fishing as we speak. I am extremely jealous of that. Uh, Before we get into that, I want to remind folks to download our podcast, two podcasts of the show that we release every week. The first one goes out on Friday. That is the show podcast. So we actually release the show on podcast before it airs. So you can take it with you if you are going fishing this weekend or any 
other weekend and you want to have the podcast of Second Amendment Radio, The Great Outdoors, with you, just download it on Fridays and you have it for the entire weekend. And then on Mondays, we release our podcast exclusive, which is a conversation that you can only hear there on that podcast. And joining us in that podcast exclusive this week is Mike Marfell, who's going to be with us here in a minute. So we'll talk with Mike a little bit here on the show, and then we'll continue that conversation in the podcast exclusive. Make sure you are downloading those podcasts every week. And as Bo says, Always share them as well. Yeah, and, and especially since, if you're if you're listening to it through the podcast right now, share it. Just think, of, oh, my buddy Steve would love to hear that, mm-hmm. you know, and share it. Yeah, and we certainly appreciate you doing that. And since we're talking to Mike, who's out fishing in the great outdoors, this segment is brought to you by Razorback Armory. Razorback Armory, full-service firearm shop that strives to be the area's premier destination for firearm enthusiasts. They've been in business a long time. They know what they're doing. A half mile east of 270 on Manchester Road. Go on in to Razorback Armory and online at RazorbackArmory.com. So I am guilty of delivering some fake news earlier in the show. I've been promoting that Mike is coming up and talking to us and that he is at the Lake of the Ozarks fishing. And all of that is true, but I said... He was fishing in a tournament this weekend that was still ongoing, but I was Uh wrong about that. That tournament has been postponed. So, Mike, we uh, certainly appreciate you joining us. How's it going? And, and yeah, give us the update. You you said that uh, even fishing tournaments now are are being postponed due to this coronavirus situation. Go ahead. Absolutely. Uh, Even the highest level, the pros, the B, the Bass Pro Tour, the FLW Tour, the Bassmaster, it's all been postponed. and then our local stuff here recently. I think the Corps of Engineers shut down their lakes. Uh, I will tell you there's plenty of people fishing. PB2 mm-hmm. was absolutely packed. Uh, but, yeah, tournaments are all postponed. You know, I think it's it's probably for the best. I mean, you know, sure. that's what they're wanting. You know, you got a, our first tournament down here. We had 220, I think, and then 220 boats, and then – the following day, there was 190-something. So, so when was that? When was the last place? time you fished in the tournament? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. I think it was two wow. weeks ago, yeah. So this was already uh, going on, you know, two weeks ago. It was it was more towards the beginning, but two weeks ago, everything else was canceled already, sports and schools and everything else. And it made sense to me at the time that fishing tournaments were still happening because you're not gathered together in close quarters. You're, you know, you're on a boat with right. either, you know, depending on what type of tournament it is, you're, you could be alone in the boat. You may be with one other person, but you're certainly not in a large gathering. So I thought— But when you do the way yeah, yeah, the way in. Sure. Oh, gone it. Yeah. 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 And then, That's why I know, quit going to Weight Watchers, too. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> there yeah. There it, it is. It's crazy, man. It's, There's I the never humor. thought that this would happen. <laughs> never thought this would happen. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So, but you said that uh, you're at the lake as we speak. You had to come off the water because it's a little windy and uh, wind on the phone <laughs> on the radio definitely yeah. does not make a good combination. No. But you and said I was that, hungry, too. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> uh, but you said that the uh, the water is still crowded. A lot of people out there fishing. Oh, yeah. The the parking lot, uh, well, if you're familiar with PB2, the whole lower and upper lot, the lower lot was completely full. The upper lot was about half full. So my guesstimation, that's 100 or so trailers. So for, yeah. for a Thursday, that's pretty busy. Yeah, no kidding. Um, and, and imagine what it's yeah. going to be like the, throughout the weekend. That's, that's going to be, I mean, I, I, and you can't. 
it's not surprising because there's there's not a whole lot that people can do. And now that the weather has finally turned around and we're getting some nicer days, uh, and yeah. as I mentioned, you know, fishing, when you're fishing, you're not in a crowd of people. So you are obeying the social distancing rules and you're still getting outside of the house and you know, in doing right. something, you know, so you're not cooped up. So I would imagine this is a great opportunity for some people to get out on the water that maybe haven't haven't yes, done so in a long absolutely. time. Absolutely. And Missouri's waived, I think, all fishing fees and boat ramp fees up until the middle of next month or middle of this month now that we're so hey, if you're from Illinois and you've never been down here, now's your chance to come down and not have to buy a day permit or a, a annual non resident. So come down here. Yeah, I mean, some of the Illinois lakes are closed, period. I think they've closed a few of those lakes altogether. Uh, Tony, the, you know, the scary over, part is, though, ramps. you yeah. know, on a, if you go to a fishing tournament or you're down at the lake for a weekend, like you said, Tony, there is no restaurants open. There's no bars open. Mm-hmm. If you don't come with your provisions that you need, what do you do? Are you coming home today? Yeah. No, I'm down here. I, I, I'm lucky enough my team partner has lets me stay at his house. So we stocked up at Deerberg's here in Osage Beach, and mm-hmm. we're – well, we got whiskey and we got food, so we're good. <laughs> uh, How is? Have you been drinking... into the grocery stores down there? It, has it hit the Lake of the Ozarks as as oh, much yeah. as it has St. Louis? Is it you know the same deal there? No toilet paper, no disinfectant. Yep, we wipes? got the last roll of toilet paper or no last uh, batch of toilet paper, and we had plenty of it. But I figured we were there. We we'd seen it. We grabbed it. <laughs> sure, can't blame uh, you. You know they got the big sneeze guards up on the cashiers. All mm-hmm. the employees wearing masks, the whole bit, just like it, just like at home. So, yeah. Uh, but they had plenty of food. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't desolate. But for whatever reason, no hand sanitizer, no toilet paper still. Yeah. So, have they talked That's about awesome. how long they're going to post- postpone tournaments? Have they have they put a deadline on it? Like you know, many of the other uh, sports organizations yeah, have. They, they're talking like mid May, I believe. Is wow. Is, is, up until then, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, can you know, imagine, change, uh, like, but... Go ahead, can you imagine Lake of the Ozarks without Memorial Day and the Party Cove and uh, it, this world no, is changing? I now I got to ask you, you know, we've they all do seen not practice proper social distancing in the Party Cove, Bo. Just no, to, they don't. No, they don't. I've been there. I know what you're talking about. Uh, but Mike, here's a question for you. I mean, you know, I've seen people, and I usually when I go to the store, I go in with my gloves on. I haven't done the mask thing yet, but I go in. And you do see people freaking out. So my question is, are your fellow uh, competitive fishermen and women out there, were, did you see anybody losing their mind about the uh, the, the uh, cancellation? Or were, yeah. was everybody just taking it in stride? Yeah. Everybody's taking it in stride. You got your few people that are like, why are we canceling? You know, this is all BS or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But right. no, for the most part, everybody, I feel bad for the tournament organizations. This is how they make money. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but you know we'll all be right back as soon as they, you know as soon as they announce it. You know, uh, I would imagine if at Lake of the Ozarks if it gets postponed till May, well then it means it's going to get postponed till September because mm. we don't fish. You know, there's no tournaments down here through the summertime. Mm. Uh, wow, there's too many big boats out. So yeah, uh, whoops, it, it, which is fine. You know, we'll stack them on top of each other in the fall. Mm. Uh, I so, don't know that, but I'm just I'm just assuming that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, you know, it makes sense. So uh, our, our tournaments are done by May. Our May right. is our is our last last one. So yeah, I mean the Lake of the Ozarks uh, especially gets 
crazy yeah. in the summertime with the big boats and all that. Uh, we are going to talk fishing, especially in the podcast exclusive, so make sure you download that podcast this week. Before we run out of time on the show, Mike, what is it like right now? Forget coronavirus and all that garbage. Uh, like I said, it's the weather's kind of turning around. It's a great time to get out on the on the water. Uh, what's it like out there right now? Is this a great time to, to go fishing? Oh, it's if you want to come catch fish, it's yeah. We haven't had much success this morning, but I haven't picked up my jig yet. I've been waiting till the afternoon. Water's fifty five degrees uh, in the morning, so it'll probably be up to about sixty with the sunshine by the time the day's over. You know, and then it'll cool back off at night. Fish are wanting to move up back in the backs of these pockets to get ready to spawn. So when the when the trees are budding, the dogwoods are budding. Once these leaves start popping, those that first wave of spawners are going to come in. So. Uh, they're back there. We heard them last night just munching on shad in this cove. So uh, it's, it's it's game on. That's nice. why I'm down here. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't get a fun fish much. So uh, the young man that bought my boat, my old ranger, he's never been down here. So he's with me. And uh, I'm going to go out and try to catch him a spotted bass because he's never caught one. So we're going to go out and do that. And uh, just just – you know, like I said, it's it's kind of a different for me. I don't have the pressure of needing to needing to go find fish. Yeah. I'm just going to go fish. Yeah, uh, but I know you. You'll be taking notes. You never turn it oh, off. Yeah. You never turn it off. No, no, I won't. <laughs> and they're all going to take a boat ride right back here. Yeah. Uh, get released in this coast. Well, but, I, uh, I'll tell you what. Hopefully, my team partner's coming down. We're going to do we're going to do our own little uh, social distancing fruit jar tournament. Right. Before uh, we let you go, uh, or we, before we end the show and we move over to the podcast exclusive, uh, tell people how they can keep up with you and watch all of your fishing. I assume you've got some videos up there now. Uh, we, really cool new project. Yeah, go ahead. We got two or three up. Ten Horse Monty on YouTube. That's his channel. We got a really cool one that uh, sitting around. Uh, I called it Hillbillies at the Square Table, but uh, the night before the BFL. There was three of us sitting around drinking whiskey and telling fishing stories about Lake, you know, Lake Darnell, Table Rock, uh, Lake of the Ozarks, and just tournament stories and talking fishing. That's a long one too. That's like fifty minutes, so nice. you might have to fight it off in chunks. Oh, that's and then awesome. both of our BFLs, <laughs> Gabe has got Gabe has got up there. We both of us struggled. I really struggled at Table Rock. Uh, and then I found the fish down here at Lake of the Ozarks, and I just couldn't I couldn't figure out how to get in a bite. I got one five-pounder, and that was it. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, the 10-horse Monty, and, man, I'm telling you that that I, I've got a lot of comments on the on the hillbillies at the square table. That's great. Uh, so when yeah. we do get back it, it, going again, when the tournaments do get going again, uh, you guys are uh, filming basically everything. You're 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 filming as you're driving yep. to the lake, and you're game planning. You're filming as you're fishing in the tournament, and then you're filming afterwards, and you're talking about all the things that you guys did right and all the things yep. that you guys did wrong. So if you are into fishing at all, and you want some entertainment and you want to gain some knowledge, make sure you're checking out Mike Marfell and uh, Ten Horse Monty on YouTube. Ten Horse Monty YouTube channel. Go and check it out. we got to wrap up the show, but we are going to talk a whole lot of fishing with Mike Marfell in the podcast exclusive. Make sure you're downloading that and the show podcast every week on the Radio.com app. That is going to do it for this episode of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. For my partner, Bo Matthews and Chad Ellis, I'm Tony Colombo. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you back here. Here again next week. Be safe. Get more at 971talk.com. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.